This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about eating and restaurants and cooking and wine and Thanksgiving and uh, about your friends and football and, you know, really we'll cover just about anything that has even a remote Mark connection. Monster patties. And oh, your mother's Easter patties? Mock oyster patties. Mock oyster patties. That's proof that we'll cover it all. Well, you know, if you like it, uh, you like it. We can. Uh, if you don't like oysters, maybe you like mock oysters. And you know what I hate about mock oysters? Yeah. Well, the oysters, you know, they look at you and go, nah. You know, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, this, uh, see, who, who how is, convenient. Allie was back, oh, so Allie, Allie yeah. will laugh at your jokes. Go ahead, Allie, laugh at and, and, Allie, uh, I, who, I, I want to introduce you. If I can introduce you, it'll only take a second. Uh, yes. You and I had a, a lunch uh, uh, interview about um, 9, 10, 11, 12 months, I forget. But anyway, it's been a while. And uh, we just started talking about all of this and the whole coverage of your perspective on reading and writing and food and the whole thing comes together like it does for no other person I've ever met. So you're that's what that's what you're about to hear everybody. So it's a mutual uh, admiration society folks. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, why don't you two sing? Go ahead and sing. Go ahead. What? Oh, he knows. He knows. Um, he, I do. I think your jokes. I think your jokes are silly. Marianne knows that. I knows that. Um, I. I am. I'm a silly girl at heart too. So I. Um, I'm I happy think that Allie is funny. there to do the job that I should be doing but can't bring myself to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a good time. So I want to tell you about this Chimes experience, Marianne. Yes, I want to hear about it. I'm going to tell yeah. you. I, for a while there, and it's interesting because you and I agree on a lot, but for uh-huh. a while there, I was like, man, I think she's too hard on this. That's what I thought. I thought your your intermittent, you know, dining there was just too hard on them. And I was uh-huh. you know, I'm going to go because I loved chimes in Baton Rouge. When uh-huh. I was there for my master's in 11, 12, 13, they were phenomenal. And I know uh-huh. that's where they started, you know. So like, yeah, right. I think that is your where they started. flagship yeah. restaurant is, should always be at the top of its game. You know, uh-huh. your flagship restaurant should always be at the top right. of this game. And I always loved everything there. And I ate the gamut of what they served. Red beans and rice was always fantastic. I always mm-hmm. had their shrimp um, pasta. You know, I had their crawfish etouffee. I mean, I always thought their food was fantastic in Baton Rouge. So when I heard you talking about going there intermittently, I thought, man, she's too hard on them. I'm going to go. So we went yesterday, um, and my son was with me, so we had to do some stuff. That's my dog wailing. um, Wait, hang on a second. It's a, uh, he breaks into this yodeling when there's a a distant. 
I just an ambulance or something. We love it at two. We love it at two o'clock in the morning best. One of us really ought to go over there and say hello. No, he's he's done. Okay, go ahead, Allie. Okay, sorry. So I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to take Kale, because Kale loves the outdoors. So I was mm-hmm. like, it's a perfect venue. So we're going to go, he can look. They have goats there. Yeah, you've never you know, been. This is your first visit there. No, I ha- I was there four years ago. Okay. I dined there four years ago, and okay. this is my second time back. So this is my, okay. only my second time to them on, okay. at the Covington location. Okay. So we get there, we get seated, we go outside, and it takes like 10 minutes for our server to even come over and acknowledge us. Uh-huh. So I'm like, that's irritating to me. I don't yes, it like, is. It really is. Uh-huh. It should be the first, you, like, you get seated, somebody whose section that is should, like, be out and getting drink, walk, right. you know, whatever. Uh-huh. So, okay, fine, I'm irritated, you know, I'm irritated by that, it's whatever. So... I give him my order. I ordered the club sandwich. Oh, that's a big. Are you a member of the club? Big mistake. Go ahead. Yeah, Yeah. I ordered the duck and sausage gumbo. Mm Mhm. Um, and a kid's grilled cheese for kale. You know, Mm -hmm. because staple. The best thing that came out was the kid's grilled cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's true. I think that um, was probably the best thing you ordered. And so the first thing, so he brings he brings the food on, and I take two bites into the sandwich, and I like my focus like zeroes in, and in my toothpick because they have the like feathered kind. I don't know what you call those, but they have the cellophane at the top. Yeah, yeah. Keeps your sandwich together. Has a piece of hair wrapped up and intertwined oh. in the pe- <laughs> And so I just, I put it down. I don't eat the rest of my sandwich. Yeah, I, move on to the gum- I move on to the gumbo. Uh-huh. And like, I don't know if it's the particular hot sauce that they put in the gumbo to give uh-huh. it the heat, but it was just overly vinegar it had that tang and the tang comes from the hot sauce of whatever they're seasoning with it tom and i've had this conversation when we um the last time we had um a gumbo together and um we had it at bon Ton. and we were talking about the different hot sauces that people use in the gumbos and how it kind of changes you know the profile so the gumbo was just bad. It was just, it was bad. But that actually didn't bother me more than the fact that I waited 12 minutes before the guy ever came to check on us and asked how the food was. What was so his response minutes, when you told him about the hair and such? Well, first of all, I had to flag down another waiter uh-huh. to ask for my waiter to come see me. Uh-huh. So then my waiter comes out, and he actually attends to, even though he's been informed of the issue, he mm-hmm. comes out, he attends to the table that just got seated, 
takes their entire order before he then comes back and sees me. <gasps> really? Mm. You sure yeah, can pick him. Really? Wow. So, so then he comes back. He grabs the tea. He grabs the tea to refresh my tea, refreshes my tea, and then goes, so what's going on? And I was just like, okie dokie here. Like, this is not, you just got told that I haven't been seen, that I have a problem with my food. You come over, you fill my glass, and you just casually ask me, so what's going on? Like, mm. Mm. Yeah, you that's know. Really did, you, great. did you talk to a manager? Oh, yeah. So I tell him, and I look at him, I said, do you see this? I said, you see this hair wrapped up in this cellophane toothpick? I said, this couldn't possibly be my hair because, and I tugged on it. I said, I can't even unwrap it out of the toothpick. Ugh. And he was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. So he wa- he takes my food, walks away. The manager comes back, and she's like, I just saw your sandwich. I'm so sorry, you know. I said, you know, I just I want it taken off the bill. Um, you know, the gumbo's okay. I'll deal with it. I think is what I said. I'll deal with it. Um, but I said more than that food issue is how long it took me to even be able to inform my waiter of my problem oh. so much so that I had to, I had to flag another waiter down just to get my own waiter. I was just Did she pick up the whole check she should have? And, you know, and here's, like, I guess this was the question I was going to pose to you guys. It's like, in that situation, is that one of what, those where you just go, you know what, I don't I don't feel like this is a service worth even paying for. Yeah, I would. What yeah, if, I, I would. I would, yeah, too. Like, I, I don't think it should have to have gotten that far. I think that she should have said, uh, this is on us, I'm so sorry, and, you know, there won't be a bill. I think she should have said that. Yeah. Because I'm not one to ask, like, ask for free things. That's not my thing. But, like, the whole situation after I recapped it for her, I, that was one of those moments where I thought, you know, I really think that this should just be taken care of. I think that you should say that. If that's your instinct, then you should have no qualms about asking for that. First of all, it would not be out of line at all in this situation. And if she didn't do it herself, you should have asked for it. Because, first of all, you're not likely to go back anyway. So it's not like you're going to see them again. I think yeah. you should ask for what you want. You and then talk? I reached over yeah, and ate the yeah, other half that's... of my kids' grilled cheese. Because I was like, that's the best thing to get. Yeah. Wow. Oh well, my God. Yeah. So I thought you were so hard on them. But then I went, I was like, okay, all right, she's right. This is just oh. bad. Okay, well, let me just say this about the chimes. First that? of all, the chimes yeah. um, has they lost their uh, their owner. He passed away a year or two ago. His right. son has taken it over. Um, the word from inside the company is that a lot of changes have been made, and none of them good. Um, they lost their corporate chef. He was very good. And um, and the service issues that plague the chimes in Covington appear to be worse than ever. Um, it is infuriating to me to go there and have 
tables empty everywhere and there's a wait and it's because their service is not what it should be. They don't have enough servers no. or they're not good. So I don't know what the deal is, but when you go someplace and there are tables empty everywhere and you're told that you have to wait for the servers, that's not good, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't go to Chimes for the food. We have never gone to Chimes for the food. This opens up an interesting discussion that I love to have, which is why do you go to restaurants? That is a good question. What restaurants do you go to where it's not about the food at all? And I had this well, conversation you know, with... my kids hmm? are outdoor kids. So I was like, right. it's outdoors. Kale will right. love this. Yes. Well, I would suggest in the future that you go back to Chimes and take the kids and rent the boats and go on the river. And, yes, and we, we walked down. I was like, oh, this is because I, I didn't ha- realize that they had that part developed yet. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is. And we were walking down looking at that before the food and all of these issues. Yeah. And uh-huh. I was like, this is great. Kale would love this. Yeah. You know, and I was really disheartened by how, you know, it's like I, I feel bad for restaurants when they fail that terribly. It's like Don't feel bad for the chimes. Thing. They're I doing just fine. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, right. you don't have to worry but, about you don't have to worry about the chimes ever. But you know, it's one of those things where we go there for a particular reason because we like sitting out on the patio. I particularly mm-hmm. like the deck when it's raining, you know. Um, uh-huh. And you can't go sit out too many places under a deck when it's raining. Because who would want to? <laughs> um, we have, you know, Mary Lee and I particularly have things like that where, you know, I was telling someone yesterday. I was talking about another favorite place that really isn't anything better than ordinary, uh, La Coretta over here. And and the reason that we go as religiously as we do is that in 2010, we started going, my daughter and I, she was in high school. We went and sat out on the patio and talked about life. And we still do that. We still do that nearly 10 years later. And it will never stop doing that. And that, you know, right. these are reasons that you go to restaurants that have nothing to do with food. So oh, the yeah. food at Chimes bites, yes. Okay. Yeah, but that yeah. was I was I was like, well, she's she's right. Like this, I just I, but I was shocked. I was yeah. really shocked because huh? I always had great experiences in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Well, those, now you know. Oh, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. we could, you, go, you go to I Chimes go for the goats with your kids and the boats. The goats and the boats. Oh, he loved it. He yeah. loved it. He was ecstatic over yeah. it. He wanted to go pet them. I'm like, no, we're not petting yeah. the goats. Or the, or the chickens. You know, there's a chicken there. Yeah. And he's, mm-hmm. uh, he's got a lot of personality. But you don't go for the food, no. Mm. Well, uh, it's, yeah. it's always nice yeah. hearing from you. Uh, are we due to yes, get together sometime soon? Okay. I hope that so. probably wasn't even the end of your list, was it, Allie? Well, uh, make some char-grilled oysters in their shells this weekend. Wink, wink, nudge, 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 and let me know how they work out mm-hmm. for you. Okay. <laughs> All right, happy Thanksgiving to your family and you. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, take All right, care. See you. Bye. 
Hello, you're listening to The Food Show. We've had a fun one today. I hope you have, too. Stop in and uh, give us a listen and uh, tell us a joke. Or, or if you're looking for something good to eat for Thanksgiving or for other reasons, call us up. We'd love to hear from you as much as you want. You know, we're, we're just uh, some nice folks waiting to talk to you. 260-63-68-68. Wait a minute. It got, threw me right phone. in the 260-6368. Norman, welcome to the Food Show. Haven't heard from you for a while, if, unless you're a different foreman. No, I'm the same old guy, Uncle Tom. Okay, good. Good to hear that. I, uh, what, are you, what are the hours? I'm, I'm confused. I, I went out of town for a while. I came back. What, 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 what hours are you on the, the air? Oh, for the radio show? Yes. Three to five. We're here You're from three to five three every to five. weekday. Yeah. See the bosses there. Behave yourself. Uh can I can I Brian uh, turkey for two days, or is it better just one day? Uh, I wouldn't do it more than overnight, about five hours, five to ten hours at the most. And please know this: if you're using that, that's a uh, that's something that really gets a lot of great results out of turkey. Uh, a brining is what it's known, folks. And you you just put the whole turkey into this mixture of water cold water and uh, uh, salt, and you dissolve the salts. Anyway, the next morning you take it out, you dump all the salt water, you rinse it really, really well. You dump it out again, you rinse it again some more, and then you cook it any way you like to cook them, whether it, it could be anything from fried turkeys to just regular in the oven the turkeys or the kind where you put it in a paper bag you can use any method of doing it but that first step step is what's really amazing it gets the flavors out it uh, gets the tenderness in it's terrific terrific so, terrific good okay, uh, last, last night i had a craving for a uh um a sandwich and roast beef yeah. and i went over to orlando's and they toasted the, the, the French bread in the oven before they put the stuff on it. Makes all mm-hmm. the, as far as I'm concerned, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Where was that? Orlando's on Bonneville, on Veterans. G Orlando's or Orlando's? G Orlando's. I, I dropped the G. Yeah. Oh, G Orlando's is, uh, it, that place is so good, it's uh, hard to imagine. Yeah. Have you ever had their brisket special on Thursdays? What? What is it? Have you ever had their brisket special on Thursdays? Oh, that's good. No, bam. I'm interested. Now you got my interest on that. You got to go. It's it's unbelievably great. They sell out by three. It's Thursdays. It's their brisket special. They had dope today. They have dope on Tuesdays. Yeah, call them ahead if you don't think you're going to make it on time. But uh, they—that is something good. I'll take your word for it. I really will. Listen, y'all have a blessed, uh, best holiday to you and your entire family. Thank Thank you. You too. Nice hearing from you again. Okay. The food show. Gregory Gregory. joins us over here on the uh, purple phone. Is that purple or is that kind of a dark, dark blue? Yeah, go ahead. Let's go with the blue. Mo. Mo? Mo. 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 Hey, a pretty good show. I thought so. Marianne, 
Of course, Tom, of course. Um, I, what you described earlier about your mom's mock oyster patties, that is almost astonishingly, astonishingly similar to an appetizer that Agnes Ballet did for, like, big parties at Louis Sixteenth. And she would just, like, she would, like, make a duck fell of mushroom, and she used to use at least four different kinds. But she would vary. This is like the same uh, coating that you would put on a beef wellington before you wrap it in a pastry. Yeah, right, sure, that's all. Uh-huh. And yeah. then she would just, she would variate a little bit. Um, she would, instead of adding a mirepoix, she would use the Trinity. And then she would um, cook that in butter and olive oil, you know, cook the mushrooms down. And she used, she always used uh, vermouth, dry vermouth, and she would always use Nuali Pratt. And she would let that come down to temperature, add breadcrumbs, and then put it back in the pan and deglaze the pan not, uh, with cognac and then let that, you know, kind of flambe. And then before, and she used to use puff pastry just like you told Alan to do. That was a very good um, suggestion because I don't think they have oyster patties up in Seattle, but, you know, they certainly have puff pastry. You can buy they do, any. but you, you, you wouldn't want make. You can make them. Yourself. You can make them, but they're they're expensive in yeah. that part of the world. In yeah. Oh, yeah. Northwest. Okay. Well, you don't really even need well, to. You can just, make them yourself. Just do what true. I said. Well, what yeah. she would do after that, she would, like, she would, um, of course, they had a full bakery there, and they would make their own puff pastry at, at Louis the Sixteenth, And um, she would get a small tin and, and kind of make it into a cup and bake those off. And then right before they went back in the oven, she would top this uh, duck cell mixture with Gruyere, always Gruyere, which is probably one of my love favorite. Love it, love it, yeah. Boy, was it delicious. And it was just that hint of cognac. And the, that's something I might do for Christmas because it's so easy to do. And I, if I remember, she used um, cremini's oyster mushrooms, shiitakes, and portobellos, but, you know, chopped really fine, you know, like a duck fell. Absolutely mm. delicious. Because, you know, I would be able to nab a few, you know, before they went out to the dining room. You know? <laughs> us, Anything us I guess does uh, is good enough yeah. for me. But yeah. I'm not she's, a, I'm uh, not a duck cell fan. I'd rather coarse. I like my, my everything coarse. Yeah. That's the only difference I can think about your mom's recipe. But it it's strikingly similar in a way. I'm sure, you know, you know as far as a miracle. Well, I mean, I mean who doesn't miracle. love mushrooms and butter with cheese and cream? Uh, I mean, you know. Yeah. And uh, there was there was just something about how she yeah everything she touched uh, you know had a certain you know just you could taste something you, you weren't you weren't quite sure what it was but it was of course it was, it was delicious and I think there was some sage in there as well as thyme and uh, you know of course salt pepper. Um, Allie was a lot of fun today. I love when she giggles. Uh, you know, Allie is always fun. Yeah, she's a load she's of laughs. Just a hoot. She is a hoot. I just, I just adore her, and, and she always asks good questions, and she always, and she always has good things to say. And the same goes for Alan. I, I love when Alan calls all the way from Seattle. I think that's terrific. And I certainly like Greg and Steve and Steve. Anyway, the, um, the other thing is um, about chimes. Since I'm chiming in, get it? Ha 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 ha. It is what? Good one. Chimes. Since I'm, since I chimed in. Anyway. I could give it, take that place, but I, I have to agree with Allie again. I used to love the one right off the campus up in Baton Rouge, right off LSU's campus. I mean, you could just, it's just a few steps. But I used to have friends up there that I would visit, and that was a place, and they used to have a lot of live music a long time ago. I mean, I'm going back a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But um, the burgers were always good at the one in Covington. 
And they, yeah. have, they have this chocolate dessert, which I think is delicious. And they have a pretty decent bar. I've watched a couple of sporting events there. And, of course, I like the scenery outside. I like the patio, and I like the little walkway out there, too, yeah. with the river as well. It's not so, a place you go to for the food. You go for other food. reasons. But I've never had I a go everywhere burger for food. there, but it's not the best burger I've ever had either, you know. No, so, it's not, but it's so. perfectly fine, and they have a really good spin dip, and they have uh, good cheese fries. I mean, it, well, you know, it's not, it's not brilliant, you know? Yeah, it's certainly not brilliant. But, Don't um, go looking for brilliance. I am so glad... I am so glad you brought up your mom's uh, mock oyster patty thing because I think I'm going to do that, but I'm going to chop them coarsely instead of, you know, like a duck yeah. and try to yeah. and try to remember Agnes's recipe as best I can because I have all the ingredients except I just got to get the mushrooms. Anyway, yeah. well, what again, a fun you can't show. go wrong with those ingredients. Talk. All right. Well, anyway, um, thank you guys for letting me talk. Have and, a great uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Are y'all going to be on tomorrow at all? Or just gonna we are, yeah. Or... Uh, yeah, we'll be here. Okay. And I'm not Thanks. sure what we're doing on Saturday. Yeah, I like mean, on Thursday. But on Thursday, you used to do that thing from the command center at the cold, uh, cool water ranch uh, kitchen. Yeah. But I guess we, we don't do that much anymore. Well, okay. we, oh, we've never missed shows. one in, in a long, long time, and I'm figuring on doing it. You know, that would be a hoot because those were always yeah. fun shows because we're all fun oh, sure. house anyway. That, I, got, yeah. I got my earbuds on. It was always fun. Anyway, thanks again, guys. I'll Thank talk you. to you soon. So long. Okay, bye. bye. See ya. Bye. 1350. Ooh, excuse me. This isn't 1350. Yeah. No. This is uh, 105.3 FM HD2. Anyway, it's great to be here talking about the food scene of New Orleans, which is America's best eating city. I'll, I'll, I'll stand behind that. Will you? You and Bobby Flay. <laughs> I'm sitting oh, here brother. with Martha Stewart's appetizer <clears throat> book. Yeah. Ready to help anyone who needs help with their appetizers. All right. Well, give us one. Oh, let's see. She's got all kinds of great ones, as you would expect of mm-hmm. Martha Stewart. All right. Don't give us one, then. All right. One. Let's yeah. see. Hmm. I'm flipping through this. There's warm olives. There's gougeres, cheese balls. I'm pretty good at cheese balls myself. Crudite platters with their little buttermilk dips. Oh, now here's one that she has that I also don't need her to tell me. Um, Again, puff pastry. We go through a lot of puff pastry in this house around holiday time. The Mm -hmm. puff pastry we take and do one of a couple of things with it. We will either wrap some andouille sausage in it and um, a layer of like pepper jack cheese or cheddar cheese, roll that and cut it into discs and then bake those. And then you serve those with a Creole mustard or just a yellow mustard. Basically, those are pigs in a blanket, but it's it's andouille, so it's it's better automatically. We also do these cheese straws with puff pastry, which is just you roll it out. You don't you don't actually do a roller, but you just it, it comes in a roll, so you just roll it out, lay it flat, and then we do garlic and parsley and herbs in a butter and pa- you know paint it on, and then you take a cheese. Roll, a pizza roller, and you cut it into little strips that are about, I don't know, 
a half an inch or a third of an inch in diameter and you can twist those or not either one and then you put parmesan on those and bake those as as long tall cheese straws we do that all the time too but those are some of my favorite things that we have here and i forgot about those i'm gonna have to do those she has little arancini balls which is more trouble than i would go through um she yeah, has, but once you get them, you've got something which good. Which is also yeah. more trouble than I would go through. Mini crab cakes. That's another thing that I've never done crab that I, I would love to do. And I might I might do it since we have a smaller number this year. But uh, mini crab cakes where you would, you know, throw your butter and green onions in a pan and then add the crab meat and put some uh, breadcrumbs in there. And what would be the – I guess I guess you could do – like an egg? Would you do an egg? I wouldn't do an egg. I don't think I would do an egg. If you doesn't would, sound like anything but it would wrong hold with it. Together, but, what would hold it together? Uh, I would put a little casserole together, like a little bowl of. Not, <clears throat> I wouldn't want to do a it little, as a casserole. I would do it as a individual crab cakes. Yeah, but that's how I was, I'm. I'm a getcher there. Is uh, one of those little. Oh, 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 are you, what, there's a word for that, and it's not exuding itself. People use a bechamel sauce. Bechamel, that. That, that will hold it all together, and you put it into your little baking dish. What is bechamel sauce made of, though? Uh, it's, uh, it's like making a roux without browning it at all, and also without adding uh, anything dairy. It's, it's, okay. it's like hollandaise, but it's, it has... So you would put like a bechamel to hold it together. Some people yeah. do like, you know, I don't even want to say it. It's too gross. Uh, bacon wrapped dates. That's another one she has in here. I kind of like dates bacon wrapped. I, like I, I love dates, but it, it's you? such a tragedy that I had so few of them Yeah. in my heyday. Yeah, even after Hello? you were married. <laughs> used to always say i thought getting married i'd at least be able to get a date and i used to always say you thought so huh uh-huh. anyway two six zero six three six eight is the number uh spanakopita i can't go wrong with that spanakopita yeah where you That's roll out the phyllo dough people Greek, don't uh, like to fool with phyllo dough but it's really not a problem it's easy enough yeah it's puff pastry you just, you just make the spinach uh filling and then you put it in the little squares and you mm-hmm. fold them over with some uh egg white and it's that's good. Those are good. Yeah, it's uh, little fried Greek. pies. I like little mini empanadas. She has that here as well. She's a really interesting one, which of course she would, because she's Martha Stewart. But um, artichoke, fennel, and lemon frito misto. That is great. mixed fried things. Yes, but I that's literally I love what it. that means. I love it, and hers look as good as the ones in Italy. Shrimp on skewers, can't go wrong with that. I thought the recipe that I gave today in nomenu.com is a really good. If you are wanting to do shrimp something, that is a good one, a really good one. Hot crab and pimento cheese spread, that's good. You can be sure of that. Cheese straws, who doesn't love cheese straws? Oh, uh, you... Uh, they're I, great. They're, yeah, uh, I always wonder why they're so expensive. They're expensive because they're hard to make. Yeah. I mean, they're not hard to make. They're time-consuming to make. Well, yeah, that's true. You know, you have to make the pie uh, crust, and then you have to add cheese to it, and then you have to knead it and knead it, and then roll it and cut it and bake it. It's, it's a pain to do that. Uh, who needs that? 
Well, I tell you what, they're real. They are really expensive uh-huh. to buy. I mean, the only ones that are really good as an over-the-counter, minimal price is the Geraldine's cheese straws. Those are actually really good. The story goes that this woman named Geraldine used to make cheese straws for all of her friends and family. And then she passed away, but the recipe was there. And so her granddaughter came back from college and needed a job. And she took, she remembered how everybody loved her grandmother's cheese straws. So she started marketing them. And now it's a big company, Geraldine's Cheese Straws. Uh, I like her, I think, is it Poblano? But it's, no, it's Chipotle. The Chipotle version is good. It's got a little kick to it. But um, the ones that you can get at, like, Whole Foods, those are good, but they're really expensive. We saw some at Jones on 3rd in L.A. that were $9 for a handful. But that is Jones on 3rd, you know, it's where all the celebrities eat so they can afford $9 cheese straws. 2606368, last chance to get some appetizer help from none other than Martha Stewart. Mm. This is a book. I'm trying to channel Martha Stewart yet again. Mm. Yeah, she has a uh, a flatbread that she is recommending that you make, which looks really, really good, I have to say. But again, it's a dough that you make yourself. You roll it out, you tear it up, and then you bake it. And these things take time, so most people don't go through that kind of effort. But if you are inclined to go through the effort, uh, it's really beautiful and delicious. And your guests or the people that you are... Uh, going to see when you bring your food to wherever it is that you're going will be most grateful because it's really good. Anyway, we are coming up to Thanksgiving in two days, so we'll be around tomorrow also to answer more Thanksgiving questions if you still have them. Oh, there's one here. This is a beautiful one. It's it's in the stylish bites section. <laughs> and well, what it is is new potatoes, little red potatoes that are sliced in half and hollowed out a little bit, enough to put some creme fraiche and caviar on top. And you bake those and you serve them on a silver tray and those are fancy stylish bites. Potatoes and cheese are good no matter what. I mean, if you didn't want to use the caviar and you just wanted to do like a a potato with a pimento cheese or something filling in there, that would be good as well. Or just basic cheese. You know what else is kind of good? If you took grated Parmesan and put it on a cookie sheet and just let it melt in the oven, and then when it hardens, it's a cheese crisp, those are really good too. Mm-hmm. There's something she's got in here called Croque Monsieur Bites, which look really good. Oh, and, I, and I can I can bites. feel it now. I'm getting suckered into making little tiny cracker rounds <laughs> and putting cheese and ham on them. And I, I have to put this book away, close it up and put it away right now. Or tomorrow I'm going to find myself trying to make little crackers so that I can make Croque Monsieur Bites. I know it. I, it happens every mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. I get my mm-hmm. hands on any Martha mm-hmm. Stewart anything. Mm. All right. I think that's it. Doug's music means be quiet. There it is. Say good night. Go away. <laughs> well, we'll We're see. We're going, Doug. Everyone have a good meal tonight. Countdown to Thanksgiving. We'll be back tomorrow for more, you know, food stuff. WWL Indeed. 105.3 FM HD2. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.